Hello, everybody. Welcome to Tinder Winners. Kate's here. Zach's here, too. All right. So today's episode is going to be exciting. Before we get into what we're drinking, we're just going to give you a little heads up. We do have my parents on the pod today. And a bride-to-be. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. So we have a nice little interview going on because my sister will be married by the time this comes out, which is really exciting. Jeanette Marie Beefus. Beefus, yes. That's the new name. That's the new name. Mm-hmm. And um, Goodbye, Glazier. Yeah, see, I couldn't do it. Not yet, at least. Yeah, it's okay. Anyway, so we talked to my parents who have been married for 37 years all about beginning of their marriage and how they feel about my sister getting married and stuff. So this is a really fun episode. We had a great time recording it. I feel like Absolutely. I like learned stuff about my parents during this, which was cool. And it was nice to see them like get excited talking about their history. Yeah, they like got to reminisce a little bit about the times that they shared 37 years ago and more than that because they've been married 37 years but they met like oh essentially 40 two two years before that i think and it was really nice to hear like jen be excited for getting married and like really excited for her second step like it was really cool to like see like the joy from both your parents and her yeah it was really nice It it, it was it's a great it's a great episode guys so we're excited for you guys to hear it all right kate so what are we drinking Ooh, today is exciting we're drinking another drinking till we both look good wine because it was on sale and i saw it and i was like oh yeah i love that guy but this one's called a cabanero because it is cab sauv with natural habanero flavor so i'm all about a spicy drink um it doesn't give us more than that except that it's glenn's wine in westbrook and love that guy so yeah what's the alcohol content 13 says oh. in the top right corner. oh even better so we're gonna take a little taste out of this just looking at it it looks kind of like thick doesn't it a little bit all right let's take a sip cheers cheers so we were told to drink this wine in sips of three. Oh, this is good what was your first sip spicy in the back of the throat and on the tongue, back of the throat, definitely. I don't feel too much on my tongue. I felt, well, your tongue's numb at this point in your life, but I felt it on mine. <laughs> All right, sip two. So I taste not a heavy cab, but like a juicier cab. Not sweet, but juicier. So let me uh, say this is coming in a port bottle. For all those who don't know what that means, port bottle is just uh, 375 milliliters. So it's half of a regular wine bottle. Because it's not intended to be drank as a glass of wine. It's intended to be a desserty. Kind of like sip it. Wine. It's yeah, like I would say it's an appetizer wine. Have it with your cheeses. Yes, yeah, so this stuff. would be good with some cheese or some like mm-hmm. nice like sweet fig spread. This is still. Oh, that's a good idea. We should save some of this. I should have bought two. Yeah, it's good. Okay, guys, just so you know. This was $4.99. It was super cheap because Glenn makes it in his home. Like I said, it was on sale. And he only sells to a cu- like 10 places along the shoreline. Um, so if you have questions about where to get it, text me, I guess. Or just come down here and, and I already look. already just asked a question, actually. I don't know yeah, if I, I can hear her. All right, so last sip, Caitlin. Yeah. Del- ew. Just full name me. 
I like it a lot. Yeah, the heat stays. It doesn't go away. It's nice. I and, like and it's, it it's a not lot. a persistent heat. It's a short heat. Yeah, it's a short heat. It's good, though. Yeah. This I enjoy is, it. It's like my new favorite drink. All right. Well, no. You're not supposed to drink the whole thing at once, so. Says no one ever. Uh, I don't actually. I don't know why port wines are like that. Because normally port wines I are think more he, sugary. I, I think he makes it in a smaller bottle because it's a more niche flavor. Maybe if you think about it, like not everyone's gonna want spicy wine, but like I'm all for the spicy margs, but I'm all for not the tequila because tequila, tequila is death. Yeah. So if I could have a spicy wine all day every day, I'm gonna call Wen to Glenn and tell him to make us a couple batches. Maybe, yeah. Honestly, uh, we are not sponsored by Glenn. Just to be clear. we are not, but I would. We're Glenn. open to sponsorship. <laughs> open to sponsorship, Glenn. We're currently entertaining a few ideas. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wines by Glenn. <laughs> All right, Caitlin. So. Stop calling. Do you Caitlin. know your bride? Ooh. Pick a number one through one hundred. You don't please. know me at all. Why are you calling me by my full name? It's weird. <laughs> That's what everyone calls you. Who? Your mother. My mother calls me Kate. Your sister. Sometimes she calls me who? Jen calls me Kate. Destiny calls me Aggie. Uh. Gabe calls you Caitlin. Okay, my Olaf friends, shout out to all of you. Olaf is her elementary to middle school. They all call me Caitlin. And I think it's just because it's what they called me from pre-K through eighth grade, all the teachers. So, like, I am Caitlin to them, which is fine. It's normal coming out of their mouths. But coming out of your mouth, it's weird. I'm Kate to you. So respect the name. Okay, wife. That's fine too. <laughs> okay, let's All right, pick... pick number one through one hundred, dear. Okay, um, forty-nine. Forty-nine. No, not four D nine. Forty-nine. Forty-nine. She's most likely to contribute volunteer time to which of which kind of charity? Ooh, interesting. What are they? Let's hear it. A religious. B child related c environmental or d elderly related so there's two ways to think about this and what kate's preference is versus like what she's most likely to do oh okay i'm interested so because there's more opportunities for this for environmental she's more likely to do that mm. however I know she'd be prone to and like wants to rather do elderly related volunteer work. I'm torn between the elderly and the kid, to be honest with you. The kid, really? Well, little kids, like, they deserve good things. It's not their fault if they're not properly taken care of or if they need something, like if they need mentorship or if they need, I don't know. Well, why don't we talk about, so Kate's actually volunteering soon for an event uh regarding her profession actually so why don't you talk a little bit about about that oh mission of mercy but i mean that is literally for anybody but um what is it any hygiene friends will know it is free cleanings and some dental procedures i obviously won't be doing any of those there will be dentists that um volunteer it's a i think it's just a saturday into sunday in November and I'm gonna do like one of the days with some of my coworkers and we're just gonna be doing like x-rays and cleanings. cleanings. Obviously you will be doing the cleanings. Uh, yeah, on teeth all day long for people and it's totally free for them. So it's anyone in the communities that Where's need this it. Where's held? I don't know. Oh no, where is it? Was it West Hartford? 
Oh, East Hartford, I think East you Hartford? said. Yeah, because you might were be. meeting with your coworkers and driving away. Yeah, so it's somewhere in the Hartford area. But, um, yeah, I think that's what we're going to be doing. What day was it? November 15th? No, I think it's 12 and 13 or 13 and 14. So if you guys know weekend. anyone who needs some... Uh, I don't know. I'm not going to lie. I don't know how you sign up for to it receive the to care. receive the care. I think you just go on, like, like if you look up Mission of Mercy, Connecticut, dental cleanings or something it'll come up like the November timeframe. And I think you can sign up as like somebody who wants to have care care. Yeah. So I guess half child, half elderly mission of mercy sounds a little religious. Well, is I think it? it's, I, I don't know. I think it probably is by a church or by something. I'm not trying. No, I would not take my money and give it to a religious thing. Well, uh, that's not, my... that's not money volunteer. We're talking, okay. but we also actually volunteered at the, uh, night to shine which was a church sponsored event yeah so like and that was helping all sorts needs. of ages though yeah yeah so i don't know i i just volunteering school i don't really care if it's i there's like a special soft spot in my heart for old people but like i love little kids too that like just need help like i'm down with that i think you're more event specific to your volunteer for i'm event specific if i can like do i want to make sure i can help properly in the event and not just be like walking around saying oh i volunteered but like i want to help someone in the yeah event. like a night to shine was really fun yeah that was fun we each yeah we all got a and then i did that person. other thing recently that was really cool the uh the garbage pickup that yeah, was really cool connecticut source to sea connecticut river valley mm-hmm. you know that was cool that was neat yeah zach cleaned up a bunch of trash found some tires well on that note guys you hear Birdie saying it's time to get to the interview. Yeah, so enjoy the interview, and we'll catch you after. All right, everybody. So we do have my parents on tonight. We have Lori and Sweet Buddy or <laughs> Calvin Glazier. Sweet Corn Lore, as my family calls her. And <laughs> if you can see the look she's giving right now. Jeez. It's just a joke, Mom. Uh, it's with yes, love. I know, I know. Yes. So you guys say hi to everybody. Hey, how are you? Hello. <laughs> so tonight is actually the night before my older sister Jen's wedding. Holla over there. Say hi, Jen. Just, she worked all excited. It's late tonight, but we're just excited and we're in Cape Cod tonight and we're staying at a beautiful Airbnb my mom ticked out. And we've all got our matching PJs on. We're having a good time. And we figured what a great night to host a little family podcast asking my parents who have been married. Tell me, Mom, how many years? 37 years. 37 years, which is amazing. So, you know, Jen's going to start her marriage journey tomorrow. uh, Zach and I have started just over a year ago now. And so we're here to talk about you guys and your journey and how you feel about us getting married and all that kind of stuff. So... Anyway, how do you, how do you guys feel? Your second daughter's getting married tomorrow. Oh, I'm excited. I'm so happy that Jenny is, you know, at this point in her life. I I was always I had her in my prayers to find like a perfect guy for her, and I I'm thrilled. Would you say she's found her matching giraffe? She's found her match. Yes. Yes, she. Has. I agree. I yes, think she so has. too. How about you, Dad? How do you feel? Yes, I. Uh, even from the first time I met him. He's a good guy. I was uh, very happy with him. We and I hope him. they're, oh, absolutely. I hope they uh, do well together. Yep. So, yeah, did you I have any like mixed? You don't em- mind that he tags along, do you? Uh-huh. Huh. 
because they got engaged with the tag along box. Oh yeah, that's a cute uh, story, but that that makes sense if you knew any of that. But most of our listeners don't. But it's a cute story. <laughs> Is that why they had tag along cookies? Today? Yeah, because I didn't know that. Ah, quick little aside that. here: he had proposed to Jen with a ring in a tag. You know, the Girl Scout tag along cookies. The ring was in that box. So Zach's like, you know, mind if he tags along because that's how. So when he you explain the joke, it like loses a little bit of it. Yeah, but no one knew that, so we had to explain it. But it is cute. It, it's a really cute thing. And they had tag alongs at dinner tonight, so that was fun. Um, well, how do you guys feel emotionally, like as far as you know, we were your young girls, and now we're like growing up, and you know, you know, we can potentially be we're starting our own families now. How does that feel for you guys? Is it sad? Is it mixed emotions? Yeah, a little bit mixed emotions because I mean, it's hard to feel like we were losing you in a way, but now that we've had a year to get used to you and Zach being married, I think we realized that we didn't lose you. We gained somebody. Now we have Zach in the family with us and, you know, we're so comfortable with him that I know it's going to be the same when, you know, Kyle and Jen are married. So I, I think it's a beautiful thing and, and I'm just really happy about it. How about you, Dan? How do you feel? Well, I know it's natural. It's the, the the course of life. I've always missed you guys when you moved out of the house. Oh, we missed you. Yeah. But I know hard. it was natural, and you were of age and all these things. We can't keep you with us forever. Who you know? said? <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. It's hard to let you go. Yeah. But we always know that we're a text away or a phone call away. Mm-hmm. Or a little drive. We're little, not too yeah, far. I mean, yeah. I feel like we do pretty well, like staying in touch with everybody. I think that, you know, we talk to you guys several times a week. We talked to, I talked to Jenny like every single morning at 8.15 on my drive to work. I always talk to her. Um, I always feel like, uh, I, I just like to know like what's happening with you guys on like, you know, a daily, every other day, whatever. I want to kind of know your life, you know, is everything okay? Are, are the dogs okay? Are you okay? What's okay? What's happening with uh, your family, Zach? You mm-hmm. know, um, I just feel like it's all an extended family now. Yeah, and I, I just like, I like to like be in the loop. And I feel like, uh, like you know? Kyle and his family have been really welcoming and integrating, and I think like so too. it's like been a really good, yeah, uh, very very nice integration of the yeah. families and stuff like that. Like yeah. we're very comfortable around them and stuff. Yeah, yeah, definitely. They've been so welcoming, and like obviously they're welcoming to Jen and you guys, but like you know, we're a sister and, you know, Zach is a brother-in-law and they've been just as kind and welcoming to us, which is so sweet. So that's really nice. We're going to bring Jen in the podcast a little bit because obviously it's her big day tomorrow. So I figure, you know, she can be in on this too. Jen, say hi. Hi. (laughs) It's very exciting. What are your feelings about tomorrow? And, you know, this is your, your next step in your relationship with Kyle. I'm really excited. I feel like it's just natural and we're Ready for We're ready, it. yeah. It's exciting. And you're you guys are moving into a new house soon in the yeah. next two well, so weeks. For for you know, disclosure, like you guys have lived together and stuff too. So you've been comfortable like living and like feeling closer as a relationship already. So it's like the natural next step as well, right? Like Yeah. Yeah. Do you to feel keep like progressing moving? forward and kind of unifying our lives and starting our own family? I mean, beyond our Puppy children. <laughs> do you uh, do you feel like you gained a lot of value living together first before Definitely. Anything? It like helped to kind of solidify our compatibility and the relationship and know like there are things that come up day to day, like frustrating things. The other day I dropped a 
red sauce on the ground and the glass shattered everywhere and there was sauce on the cabinets on the wall mm, and like it's always fun figuring out something frustrating that comes up how to like work through it and just be like okay let's take a step back and kyle was like if i if you weren't here i would have freaked out and i'm like we're good like we're gonna clean it up it's get the dogs out of the way save them make sure their little paws don't get too dirty Veronica's found stuff that we missed, sauce under the cabinets, yeah, and we cleaned it up later. Always it's always clean. Isn't that, <laughs> yeah. that the point of a dog, though, to clean up Oh, yeah, that's stuff? what I count on yes. when they were Absolutely. out of the house. Like, the other day, Kyle brought one of the dogs to work. Janet, Kyle's mom, picked up Harley, and, like, not having them in the house, I dropped crumbs, and I'm like, oh, God, pick them up myself. I um, know. It's <laughs> awful. So, yeah. Jenna, funny story. I don't know if you guys know this. Kate proposed to me three times before I proposed to her. It was, was it three? Three. Okay, three. I thought so, it was twice. Uh, is that is that like a common thing with the Glazier girls or like... Did you did propose you to, like to Kyle at all? Down, but this was also, you guys... So like how did We that had been out? dating like four out? years and I was like, marry me. <laughs> <laughs> I said yes every time, but she never decided to plan the wedding, so... That's not true. It's very like Big Bang Theory, right? What do you mean? Doesn't Leonard try to propose multiple times? Leonard? I don't know. I honestly am I'm not sure. Not I think sure. she keeps saying like, no. Well, well he didn't say no. He was just her. like, okay. And I was no. like, oh, I'm serious. And he's like, well, I, granted, I proposed with like a weed. You know, I like made it into it like a weed, like a rod of grass. And I like turned it into a ring. You needed a nicer ring. I know. That was, that. That's <laughs> so why. How did that go with you and Kyle? Was there like process? a push? Um, uh, honey, did give me a about ring. It, yeah. Especially because I was turning 30. A lot of my friends are married, not that, like, there's any life path. Like, I was very open to, like, finding the right person and not pushing to just move forward with someone just because, oh, I'm getting close to a certain age or anything. But also just knowing, like, we are very comfortable and we're ready for more and we talk about more. So it's like, well, let's do the damn thing. Like, let's just go forward. Just do it. And just talk about it. And it came up a few times and, like... Even like moving in together, I wasn't planning on moving in quite as quickly. And then we were talking about like Christmas trees last year. And he's like, do you really think you're going to have a separate tree from mine? And I was like, well, yeah, we don't live together. So we're going to have two trees. He's like, you really think we're not going to be together by then? And I'm like, well, I don't know. Like you're the one with the house. Yeah. <laughs> you got to invite me in. Yeah. So I'm like that, a vampire. Is that like <laughs> dramatically different from when you guys were uh, younger? Yeah, you, you guys, guys talk to us about the the 37 years ago when you yeah, guys like, were together the, the pre just before engagement like i'm assuming you guys didn't live together like no, officially not officially not no officially. she that's a little scandalous in, not well, officially um, when she was uh, in west Haven. <laughs> he had a drawer secret springfield well yeah school. right but before we oh, oh wait we, we, got we gotta married, go to, back to springfield dad <laughs> take it back we were both in, just going to the same uh college yeah she was in law school i was getting my master's in accounting Mm -hmm. okay she lived her father had purchased a condo um the new units my dad was building so i worked there selling them and i met her so we got sold more than a condo (laughs) so how did you guys how'd you meet it was bomb bomb it was her dog. dog course it was the dog blame the dog and the dog you know he it was because he bent down and like come here little dog and i was like oh my god get away from that guy (laughs) the creep and the dog came to (laughs) me creeper and i was like oh my god and i held on to the dog he held the dog she had had to come over to to see me he's like if she wanted a dog back (laughs) (laughs) did you have a dog 
Did you did you have that design in your head or was that You're like, of course? Why 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 else would I hold on to her dog while she's calling? That's what I mean. You meet in school. Well, wait, wait, we, no, no, we met um we met at the condos because he was he was dressed up like a suit because he was always like acting as a salesperson. So you were looking wow. fly. Dad. And me, I'm in like my mm-hmm. jeans. I've been to school all day. So you know? how, so you first meet and what's the first interaction like? With the dog. No, no, yeah. but what did you guys say? Like he didn't ask well, you out the first encounter. He a little talked, bit. Yeah, found out who she he was. He came over to the condo. I invited him to come on over. Oh, oh wow. Well, I mean, it was, it was wow. like, old. It was, but I mean, it was like, you know, outside the unit and come on inside and okay. came in and we just talked a little bit and, you know, started. He asked me out on a date. He asked me to go out to dinner and bowling. Oh, cute she guys! Won. She cute. won. Beat him in the bowling. She beat me in the bowling. <laughs> Are there yeah. bumpers? That's no, sweet. They didn't have bumpers. There were no in those bumpers days. and uh... big balls and no bumpers. No, yeah, it wasn't big. Yeah, it was big balls. It was big balls. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's got big yeah. balls. She just take the dog. Right I know. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Well, that's that cute. Was how we met. And so then you guys obviously like like. The talk about that, you, you didn't come and just stay in your condo. Not immediately, not no. for a while. Well, at all, I'm well, assuming. Like, well, no, I would see her every day first, because I was working yeah. every day, and she would come back from school yeah, every day, and I was see there. Me. Yeah, and like I think we our first date was October first because it was your brother's birthday. Oh my God, guys, it's just about your anniversary stuff. of your first date. We're on October seventh right now, everybody. Yeah, October first <gasps> was our our anniversary, wow, our cute. first date, and by the time. Christmas came around. Um, we celebrated Christmas together, but then I was going home and then I was going to San Francisco for a week with my parents. And that was already when we knew we loved each other. And we oh. said we loved each other. This is Christmas time? Yeah, Christmas. Oh, so it was only you nice. know, two, not even three months that yeah. you know, we, we definitely knew we loved one another by That's that time. That's sweet. So three months. I'm assuming Jen and Kyle are on the same rapid pace to we were on the... quickly and everything and move in so much, right? Like yeah, felt like our a similar... first date was like March, and by May I went to a friend's wedding, and you I didn't want date? to be. He could have been last minute. They had enough seats with all like the COVID numbers and weddings, um, but he was like, "I think it's too soon to like meet all my friends." I was in the bridal party too, uh, so I would be like busy be the so whole low. day, and he would have. He hadn't met my friends yet to like even. This was Jules' wedding. Yeah, yeah. To know like who to hang out with, so. I was like, I understand. That like, was it's almost only been... introduction to us, in a way. Yeah, kind of. Was. <laughs> yep. Um, so I was like, oh, no problem. Like, I totally get it. But I was going to hang out and have a good night with my friends. And I was sitting there. And I was, you know, so happy for them, like, celebrating. And then I was like, I just, I miss him. And I want to be with him. So I ended up leaving. So that's like three months, it sounds and... like, too. Yeah, almost barely. That's funny. We were December, January, February. And that was us too. Mm. Isn't that funny? It doesn't yeah. take that long. Really. I wonder if there's something you to know. that number, like a three month. You kind of know right away. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. So you guys, by December, knew you loved each other. And mm-hmm. dad, at that point, you had a drawer at mom's place or a secret drawer. We'll talk about <laughs> a toothbrush and a t-shirt. <laughs> a couple of things. Socks. Yeah, a couple of things. Not Socks. Too much, not too much. And, and like it wasn't until really the next year um, that we were together a lot more because I had a roommate at that point. So the you had a roommate. She always yeah. had. Oh she always God. had a girl. I, I, well, just uh, the first that first year. After that, the, the third year, I did not. 
or third year? Well, yeah. the first two years because you had well, the, several I roommates. Had Susie, the first Susie, year. You had, and then I had Justine. Yes. The, the second year. So after uh, the end of the second year, and that was our first year together, um, I was going home for the summer, but not because I was taking summer classes. So I was back and forth all the mm -hmm. time. And so, you know, he was happy because I wasn't going to just be down in West Haven all the time. So I, I was. Which taking... for people listening is about hour and a half yeah. away from yeah. Springfield. So, so how long far. were you all together dating prior to an engagement? Um, we didn't get engaged until after I until after we both graduated. So uh, we graduated in 1984. And you met when? Um, 82? 82. Okay. Two years. Okay. And then you got married in 85? 85. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So was it weird for you guys to see? So me and Kate dated for six years before we got married. And Jen and Kyle dated for how long? About right a year and a half. Engaged? Yeah, about a year and so as parents, months. so as We're parents, oh well, before married yeah. a year and a half, so engaged a year yeah. and a couple months. So yeah. as parents, I'm assuming you felt like it was too short for both of them. Like, oh, I don't know these guys at all. Essentially. It, it, you know, it, it but takes, you guys were only two years. Yeah. Was it weird to see well, we from were, a parent perspective like, versus a people who got married perspective? They're they were older than. Yeah. The, More mature. They're, they were you, 18 or 20. Both of you were They older. knew their minds. You know, you, you, were, you weren't kids anymore. So I both felt older like... older than you guys were. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and like, I felt like I kind of... I was in a hurry to get married in a way because I had a sick mother. Mm. And I really wanted her to be at the wedding. You know? And when you have that concern, you know, you don't want to wait. I mean, if things had been different and life had been different... I always had wanted to have had my own apartment first and like be single and have and be able to do things as a single girl, travel and do all kinds of stuff. Mm. Well, she wanted to develop her, my the law, know, yeah. the, the, her law career. degree into yeah, something. Wanted, and she wanted to be a corporate lawyer. Uh-huh. And oh, like wow. all that, all that changed with that. my mother's illness. Mm. My father well, had, she had cancer and that was, yeah. No. My father had said, can you come and work in the family business? It was the last place I wanted to work. I hated it. I didn't want to go work there. It was like the clubhouse. But she was able to, <laughs> you know, take her mother to chemo drug, you know, chemotherapy and right. take care of her mother. So there wasn't a problem with vacation right. or holiday time because right. it's family and, and business. And I knew our time was precious with her. So it was just, it was a thing to do. And that was it. I never looked back, you know, and, and honestly, then we made changes to the business. We made changes to the physical office space and everything. And I liked it. And it was the best place to have to work when I was a young mom because I could bring the girls to work with me. That yeah. was our upbringing. Was, that was our second home. Overall, we loved it there. Overall, though, my yeah. question is though, from like as you as like a young person getting engaged, mm -hmm. and then seeing your daughters get engaged, mm -hmm. is it you felt one way? You, you love this man. You felt confident and happy. I'm sure your father felt a certain way. Mm -hmm. Did you feel those same? way a parent would feel oh absolutely as because, like when, when sure. me and caitlin or, or jen and Kyle. yeah because like your first response is to be like oh i don't want them i i, I don't want them getting married yet oh my god they're too young and, even and at 30 you, you, yes you almost just don't you almost just don't want to have change mm -hmm. you just like things the way they the are. family unit the way yeah. that you created it yeah it's and you want yeah we yeah. want, I didn't want you to, it's so to, hard to, to see move you out yeah move away that was really hard. I think that was the hardest thing was to see you move out. Did you recognize those feelings in your, your father and mother when you got Oh engaged? my gosh, yes, absolutely. Because 
my parents, like seeing me move to Springfield, like that changed everything because I had lived at home for four years for college. And, you know, life was just like an extension of high school and everything. Mm -hmm. And then suddenly I was on my own. And, you know, it was a year and a little bit later that then I met your dad. And it was different then, you know, Um, suddenly things were different. When in time, I grew on your dad because I did a lot, I did yeah. a lot of weird things. At first, he called him Sonny. Um, okay, when Sonny. the day she graduated, oh we both graduated the same day. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. The very oh, next cool. day, he came down with a U-Haul and moved everything out You're of coming the condo. Home. I didn't and she went back to West Condo. Really? Oh been for three years. He couldn't wait to get me out of there because he was so close. Yeah, and he yeah. thought I was gonna then yeah, I wasn't gonna be bothered. Thought you were gonna live anymore. in Springfield. Yeah, and he was gonna stay in Springfield and I was coming back to West Haven. Ah, uh, interesting. And so was, what happened? You followed her to West Haven? Yeah, yeah. Well, it was um I you know, applied for jobs and I actually got lucky. Maybe the stars were watching out because I was able to get a job at a CPA firm in West Hartford, which is halfway between. So I would go to work from Springfield to West Hartford and then swing out to West Haven and see her. Oh my God, that's yeah. so that's far. A far ride, just yeah. like that is, and then go home and then, you know. Do it all over again. Well, I was able to get an apartment. Her father helped me. He got me an apartment uh, in West Haven. So that when I would make the trip, I would load up my car. I had a Civic wagon, small, Tiny little car. but I was able to, that hatchback helped me load everything up. Not that I owned a lot. <laughs> I would go to work and then I would go to West Haven and unload. Okay. <laughs> well, and funny. I had a bed there. So I, one of the first things I moved over. So I would sleep there, go to work in West Hartford. Then after work. I would go to Springfield, take another load. You know, so every day I would take one load. And it only took probably about a week to move in. But because, I mean, I didn't have that much. So it sounds like you ended up wearing down your father-in-law. Basically, did. Well, I got, I'm not wearing him down. I I had the same um, work ethic he did because Mm -hmm. my dad, my dad uh, was a do-it-yourselfer. And I worked with him. We, you know the house we were in we went through each room and redid it repainted re everything uh they were into antiques my mother went antique shopping and found these old chairs and things with lion's feet and she would maybe at the time gold leaf was a lot cheaper or she would antique them or gold leaf them doing different things so we did a lot of things on our own and he did too. So I was able to help him with different projects. Your father-in-law. You My father-in-law. So that's probably a, a big way of that's like a big that, that's other. a big thing to work with somebody. And uh, yeah, that warmed down. He realized, hey, you know, I'm not so bad. No, now, we, you weren't the first to get married, though. I, mean, I know you have no, an older I'm the brother. Youngest one. Well, you have an older sister too. Yeah. So did you see your father interact differently with your husband than your older sister's husband? Yep. Was it more brutal on? Uh, well, I think just, I, I, I think things, you know, it, it, I think he was starting to maybe just get um, a little more mellowed out as he was aging. But I he, see. He was, it's know, always easiest on the third, the, isn't it, I Des? was the baby right. of the family. Yeah. By that time, there, remember. There, there was also. It's a, always easiest on the baby. Yeah, no, it's with my younger brother right now. 
it's like an interesting dynamic because my older brother, who was the most strict on, and then mm -hmm. me, yeah, and I'm sure it was like that too because my brother and my father, my father was difficult with my brother, much more so than he ever was with me, the baby. The family. Now well, I do have a little too. quick question. So, you know, Papa Joe moves you home the day after, and then Dad comes down with this job. Blah blah. Did you have words with Papa? Were you like, listen? Listen, Linda, I'm going to go on. I'm going to still see him. It's yeah. not going to stop I us. Said he was the person I wanted to so you be had with. this chat with him. Yeah. Well, he even had Jerry still, my the man I was working for, who was uh, an attorney that was teaching me everything about law. Even like he was like, are, are you sure now, Lori? You know, I think I think of you like one of my kids. Oh, that's even cute. Jerry. And I was like, yes, I I know, I know that he is the one for me and, and I love him. And, and he's, well, that's what we, that's what I need to hear. So, and all these years later, now it's been 37 what? years and we, and we still see Jerry and, you know, he'll say, Oh, I remember you way back when, you know, I remember yeah. before you got married and you know, I remember when you, when your mother was pregnant with you. Oh my that's God. That's how far back so, he goes. I got to ask, oh my God. as someone on the other side of this, were those conversations had about me and Kyle? um not really interesting they were more so yeah no no not really because it like just progressed i would say zach with you and me like you know we saw each other a bunch and then we moved in together and well, you guys had a really long relationship we did so, like you gave us plenty of time to yeah <laughs> we went through a lot of stuff yeah. we grew up we you and i grew up a bunch through our 20s together we yeah. evolved together and like you knew well, my family they got to know you it mm -hmm. wasn't like a conversation are you sure caitlin it was no. like a for lack of better words knew. his father got hazed by his father-in-law yes he had bit. to earn it he mm -hmm. also remember she went into law and he wanted to do business this is his kid that he can work with her sister went into medicine which is not what he's into Okay, he's into business. He's a fantastic businessman. So and, and he wanted to there. bring her in to be part of the okay. business and teach Not her. Have someone he didn't want, to she, didn't want a, she he didn't want a distraction. No, so or someone to take her away to Springfield. Oh, Correct. Yeah, absolutely. Correct. Yeah. As long as he that. knew I was staying in West Haven and we were gonna make our life in West Haven. That's that probably why good. he helped me find okay. the apartment so yeah. that there he's like, oh, I know how there. to work this. Well, he's not going I'll anywhere. move you yeah. down right. here. Uh -huh. I, exactly. moved, I moved there instead of her moving to Springfield. Oh, with, with, with your in-laws, yeah. it's just your mother, your future mother-in-law. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like there was any like uh, initiation or hazing that, like, not and not that's a that's negative a, connotation. What I mean is like, did she have to? Uh, uh, approve of you in any way to you, I guess is a better word or was she just no, excited for you guys it could be because we're older and it's like kind of like mom like both parties were just so grateful the other found like, thank god found each other <laughs> and like you're hoping for the right match and mm -hmm. yeah I mean I would say the only thing when I said I was moving in with Kyle after just a few short months, mom was like, are you sure you want to give up your apartment? You could just keep it. Mm -hmm. It's the rent isn't too I'll high. I'll do a little sex in the city action. Exactly. Right yeah. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, I don't, I'm good. And I just trusted it. And I'm like, worst case scenario, Kyle and I talked about it. And we were like, what happens if we move in and hate each other? He's like, well, I have a guest bedroom. So like, you can live there until you find scenario, another spot. I'm not going to kick you out. I'm like, What's okay. it, honestly, like that kind it's of a good conversation. Well, and that gets a lot to like Kyle's character of like mm -hmm. he's such a seeming like a calm, level-headed guy that you could. I mean, I'm glad Trust you didn't, him. but right. you could do that, and it's not like terrible. 
Yeah, and I had a coworker who's like, I have an extra bedroom in my house. Don't worry, you have a couch to sleep on. We'll find it. And I know you guys have a basement. I'm like, oh, whatever it is, it'll work well, out. Really cool. I wasn't too stressed. I was like, this is gonna be the right fit. I don't have to worry about that. And then I didn't. So and it worked. Here out we perfectly. are. Mm-hmm. Thank right before the wedding. So but we're you're, good. But yes. you're not 20, and we yeah. all know yeah. that. Yeah, we all knew. You like, talk like, like an adult, not like you a knew kid. what you were doing. Yeah, you, you know your own decisions. You're not like a young young kid. You don't be. And I, you and knew what you Z. wanted in life, and you knew yeah, that he I was, was like, the one. He aligned. Yeah, right. Just the feeling like that. Oh, I mean, you had that too. You, yeah. you knew, and you know, like when you each find your person, the person that you can, you know, basically bear your soul to, the person mm-hmm. that you you trust. Trust is a big issue, and when you can really trust each other, mm-hmm. that's that's the person that's going to be there in good times and in bad. And there are those times in sickness and in health. And there are those times, you know. Everybody yeah. goes through. Yeah. You, you have all those things that come up in the course of your ma- our marriage. You've had all, everything that you would, all of every vow that you say, we've had it. Some people yeah. have them on their wedding day. So Kate, yeah. So Kate yeah, and I make this joke about how when I bustled her dress is when you guys officially became comfortable with me marrying. <laughs> like, oh, that's when they really approved of you. They're like, he's cool. He's going to stay. Oh, he'll, he'll oh my God. The dress, he'll bustle the dress, clean the, clean all the seaweed and crap that had gotten underneath okay. the dress. And, and she'll be safe. It's fine. <laughs> Take so, care of her. Was there a moment that you felt like Mr. Glazier and your dad had where it was like, or did you feel like it like clicked and it's like, okay, this is cool. Like, She's We're dying cool. over here, and he's over here taking care of her. Like it's cool. cool. I don't know. I think it just kind of evolved, you know. And I, and I, you know, what it was too. The very first time that my family, quote unquote, um, my parents had already met, um, uh, you know, buddy. But um, Aunt Loretta's 80th birthday was a big party that was a catered affair at our house, and we had a lot of people. And he was like coming to that. He was invited to Ooh, come. Big deal. That was a very big deal that he was allowed to come to this family big, you know, party. This my mother was having. Um, there's something I just want to bring up, Paul. Um, there's something I want to bring up that I think is important that everybody should listen to. Uh, now, Lori is a lawyer, and in the beginning, she wasn't sure that she wanted what she wanted to do. She did a bunch of things to get comfortable. But one of the things she did was family law, which is basically divorce court, <laughs> which is not fun. Okay. So she would handle these cases. No, she can't talk to me about who, who it is, but she would come home and it, we had been together, married for, you know, I don't know, a year or so, two years. Yeah, two years. And she uh, would say, you know, this person is having this difficulty and that difficulty and da, 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 in their marriage. And this is what's breaking them up. And, you know, on more than one occasion, she said, it's really starting to upset me because we, we have these things too. Are we going to get divorced? What do you think? And I told her, everybody has these problems. It's how you approach your patience, your kindness, mm-hmm. your attitude everyone has the same problems you know it's financial it's this it's whatever it is at one time or another it's what you do with it and we've been here for 37 years i mean i hate to say hey guess what i'm right i'm still right okay and this is this is what you have to do approach it with a positive attitude 
that and don't give up. Both sides have to do it. Communication is key. I was going to say, would you think that's important? How do you, how would you guys have said like your biggest qualms? Well, you need how to, did you come up to, you know, resolutions do you think in your years with that? Well, even if the other person, whoever it is, doesn't fight fair, because that happens sometimes they'll, somebody will hit you with a low blow. You need to be big enough. You need to, well, as a guy, I can only talk as a guy. You need to have broad shoulders. Let it go. Stay positive and work through it. And I'm sure there are times I've said things and she's had to have broad shoulders and let it go. But we both have to have this attitude. At least one of you has to have that or you'll... you'll With the underlying notion that it's like, okay, I love this person. We're just having a tough time. We're Mm going to get through it. everybody goes through it. Everyone. And I think you have to think of your marriage as something that is the most important thing in your life together. I mean, your relationship with each other is what keeps everything together. And you have to have that time for each other, whether it's going out to dinner, making a special evening at home or whatever it is, spending time together, communicating with each other. Like now we're older, we don't need necessarily to go to a fancy restaurant but we like to go out for a ride together. And we, and like on a Saturday or Sunday, we go riding places and we'll stop somewhere for lunch. But during that time, we're talking to each other. We're communicating with each other. We're talking about our week. We're talking about you kids, look, look you at, know? I mean, communication is everything. Look at, look at uh, step aside and look at something else that might require maintenance. Okay, you have your grass, your garden. Do you water your garden? Do you pull the weeds? That's all maintenance. If you just let it go, it'll turn into a rat's nest. Okay? That's true. It doesn't work. You have to do that with your marriage too. And people don't do that. No, there are some people people who say like, you know, marriage is easy, marriage is hard. And obviously, like you said, maintenance. But when you look back at it, were you like, yeah, marriage is hard? Are you like, no, like marriage is good. It required these things to keep it good. Correct. Okay. Exactly. Right. Your attitude, your positive attitude that we can do it, but you know, and, and some of the tools to do it is pull the weeds. Mm. Okay. Trim the flowers, fertilize. I, so my friend, Becky, shout out to Becky, whose daughter was our flower girl. Her biggest, ad- on the show. <laughs> her, her, one of her biggest um, advice things that she told us was, that when, uh, you know, like her, her oldest will say like, um, mommy, am I your favorite? You love me the most. I'm number one. And she'll say, no, like daddy's my favorite. Daddy's number one to me. And she'll say that because her explanation, which she got from her parents was that you choose your partner. You're going to have that partner for life. You'll have your kids, but they're going to leave you one day to have their own partner. Mm-hmm. And so like your partner is your number one and your kids, you love them a lot too, but they're going to leave you one day. So mm-hmm. you have to realize you put that work in with your partner still because your kids can't turn into your number one and then your partner gets like thrown to the wayside more. So like, See, do, you, when, do you guys feel like that was hard growing up? Like with us, did you feel like it was no, hard family to... family was first. Well, family, like, but... you kids always came first. Okay, our, well, I meant besides like lives. your relationship, did you feel like you guys had a tough time when we were little because we 
took your time ahead yeah. of, well, of course. each other. Of course. And it yeah. gave us less time for each other. Absolutely. Yeah. But we knew and we struggled to have a family. Okay. We waited a long time to start our family, seven years. That was long to wait, being married seven years before we had a baby. And that's reason because her, her mother was sick. And we Both didn't that want to and do then that. infertility struggles, that, of course, that as well. As time went on. Yeah. But I mean, so when we uh, then had children, especially you two at first, um, we were just so happy to know that we had our family now, that we never took it for granted. And we always put you guys first. You always were first. I mean, even now, I mean, if you called me and, or, you know, you needed, you needed, um, share that with you. I mean, we're on our way. We're going. It's true. You, you're you guys jump or for something us, always. and you say, you know, oh, I'm sick. I'm, I'm going to the hospital. Okay. I'll be right there. I go. Is the first thing I think of is okay. I, I, I remember you know, when I, I got call into... him and tell him I'm going to Kate. I'm going to take care of Caitlin, or you know they need help with the dogs or whatever it is. Well, you remember when I got into that yeah. first car accident in college, and it, like I rear-ended that person in we're you know close to home. I just remember. I feel like I think I called Dad first or second. I don't remember. I called one of you, and I was like hysterical. I was like I'm fine. Man. It was like very dramatic. I was terrified, and I just remember like. Dad was there in like five minutes, it felt mm -hmm. like. And I was like, you were in Bridgeport. How did you get like, this takes you 40 minutes. He goes, you do what you got to do. Are you okay? And I was yeah, like, well, how'd you it. get and here? We always felt that way. Like, oh my yeah, God. Kids always came first and we still do for in like so many ways. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we think of you guys and, and if, if any of you need help and you need something, we're coming. Well, so we'll be there for so you. So just back to the early years of the marriage, though, really, before kids and everything like that, because that's really what, you know, me and Kate, Jen, Jen and Kyle are in. Like, is there anything big? What's your big advice? Like, yeah. What's well, your... Jen, do you, like, as a newly, about to be newlywed, do you have any, any things that you are curious about? Like, any big questions? I mean, obviously, you're, you're more mature, you're, you're your own person developed and everything. So you have your own mechanisms and you and Kyle have your own relationship, but like you're moving, for instance, and your parents, you know, have moved several times, at least mm -hmm. since I've even known. Is yeah. that, that's an added stressor. And I took a note from their book. So we're what doing that. Like dad does the buggy lugging. <laughs> so Kyle's doing some of the buggy lugging ahead of time. We're fortunate enough to be able to move it all. And he's been hustling and he kind of reminds me of dad because he's just getting it all over there. So it's not as big of a move for us. Mm -hmm. And we didn't have yeah. to end up paying for movers. And like we have, good support system and family and friends that are going to help us move the other stuff and whatever's remaining. But like we've been working together to like make a game plan and hustle. So I've been trying to like emulate their last move. And as far as going into a marriage, like, I don't know, being put on the spot, I don't have any like, well, you're in a particularly questions. stressful period with a planning away, planning a move. You're, I'm assuming Kyle's having his mother move, who's also in the move. So mm -hmm. there's two moves in a wedding at the same time. Yeah. And then, like, just the it's daily a lot to lives. put on you guys. Kyle's, you got a new dog, he's got a new job. Like, mm -hmm. you know, there's a lot going on for you guys. Yeah, it's been a big year, and we've kind of got through it and worked. Seems like together. if you can get through this, you can get through anything. That's what we <laughs> This part. Like, this is all the, putting all the hard stuff at the beginning, and then, and then you can just like, chill coast. for a while. Yeah. But at the same time, like, like we had the issue with picking up the cake. 
And it's just like, okay. Like, everyone says, oh, you're never going to get through your wedding day with, like, any... Without any problems. Yeah. The florist was... He's very creative in mind space, so he's not not the biggest communicator. <laughs> um, and I was like, okay, well, like we need to know when to pick up the flowers, and like, so I was just trying to troubleshoot and like, you know, not stress too much. So I, I don't know. I've learned, I guess, how to go with the flow a bit and just trust. That's like, huge. Yeah, I was never like that. That's huge. That for you, or probably, and also like because we're doing a smaller wedding, I'm like, what's a the little worst bit that less can pressure. Like we're gonna. We're gonna have to get flowers at Stop and Shop, or we're gonna have to run somewhere else. Like, it'll be, it'll be we'll fine. get it done. Yeah, That's it's all right. gonna work out. We have the people that we care about, out. and we're you know. So that's cool. Part. Now your your wedding style and everything. Did you? How did you come to decide on the smaller wedding? Part of it was Kyle's grandfather. Most of it. So his grandfather's ninety one, and he's done a minister or retired minister. And has done all of the weddings for most, like all the family members, almost all of the, his cousins and such. So, so he's getting older and he feels more comfortable with a smaller intimate group of people. And I was like, honestly, I don't need a big wedding. We made a, a list of people and we were like, okay, if we invited everyone that we felt like we want there to celebrate on our big day, it ended up being close to 200. And we're like, okay, do we want to do this? How long do we want to wait? Like we're both getting old or not that we're old but like getting a, a venue and taking the time it really pushes out the timeline and do we want to do that and ultimately i kind of pulled into the side of like let's just do something small and then we can do a party later or do something to celebrate with more people but like the intimate it ceremony works out for you, guys. Kind of so nice. now, you said you're like getting older and everything so you guys got married at how old i was 25 25 30. 30. 30 so then you're going to be 30 and how old's Kyle? Kyle turns. He's thirty-five. Oh, he's old, man. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be thirty-six uh, this month. Okay, ten days. So less cool. than interesting. Days. So twenty-five yeah. and thirty. That means you guys said about, you waited about seven years to start your family and everything. Mm-hmm. So that's thirty-two, 32 for me. and so yeah. on. Mm-hmm. So do you, Jen, feel like you're on like a timeline with that stuff, or do you think you're more like just go with, go the, with flow. the flow kind mm-hmm. of deal? Like, I still want everyone has that, not everyone, but like, I want that time to just be a couple. Yeah. And have a year to at least for where it's just us. We get to travel, we get to do things together. And Mm -hmm. according to your parents, it seemed like valuable time to Mm -hmm. develop a relationship. Mm -hmm. Right. Not mistaken. Right. Right. Yeah. And we do want a family. So we are thinking about that, but not putting the pressure on it and just knowing like it'll come with time. Mm -hmm. And. I feel like I have time and it'll, it'll work out. You have plenty of time. Yeah. I'm not too worried about that. No, definitely. Um, Kyle made a comment. He's like, I don't be a 40 year old dad with a newborn. I'm like, "Mm." yeah, we've done it. Depending on how it goes. (laughs) We did it. I was going to say we did it. Right. I've I've heard of people actually giving like uh, natural childbirth at 40 and 40, even older than that. Mm -hmm. My coworker was 40 with her first and 45 with her second and totally fine. No, no issues at all. It was just like a, this is happening. So like it just demonstrates there is no, I mean, luckily like modern, that is all that kind of crap being said, all those things Uh being said, but it's like, there's not as big of a rush as there would be. And as as your parents said, like the time to develop your relationship is super important. Yeah. So, all right. Well, it's getting late. We're going to start wrapping up. 
But well, we're about to be on wedding day, just to let everyone know. Yeah, we're very it close. Two minutes, two minutes away, two minutes away, away from the wedding so day. So we're going to let the bride get her beauty sleep. And, but I do we just want to say, like, any last takeaways? What's going to – you said communication is huge. If you had one sentence of advice each for the newlywed, what would you say? So yes. one at a time. Mm. Mrs. Glazier, ladies first. I don't know. All right, how about, how about the newest newly led – newlywed lady go first kate what's your one sentence of advice Me? i wasn't supposed to do this no on, on your sister's wedding day <laughs> what would spot. you say and if you're not ready i can okay go ahead hydrate <laughs> oh, <laughs> you guys if you've listened since episode one you know what that means yeah. yeah and if not go back and listen to episode one but really i'm very hydrated i always makes a joke he's like i'm so lucky i'm a hydrated lady <laughs> I know I struggle with Kayla, that on any, daily any, basis. Like, wedding day advice, marriage. No, advice. I mean, I just, I think it's huge. I think um, being appreciative of your partner is very important. I think real being appreciative of the, the little things, like they took out the garbage, they did the dishes, they put on the laundry, just like the stuff, the mundane stuff that like you don't want to do, but the fact that it gets recognized, they say, "Oh, thanks for doing that." It's like. Yeah, you're welcome. Cool. Like, thanks for noticing actually that I did that for you. You don't have to say it back, but like, it makes you feel good that you did it, that someone else is appreciating that you do it. Being appreciative of your partner and like meaning it, I think goes a long way because then it's not like you do all this stuff and none of it goes, no, you know, you always hear it in like shows and movies. Like I do all this stuff and no one cares. No one notices and no one appreciates it, whatever. And like, obviously don't just let them do everything and just thank them all the time. Like you gotta <laughs> both hits an equal do back and forth. You guys each have your strengths and things of what you do, but make sure to always be appreciative of what they do. Okay. Mrs. Glazier, anything? Um, I would say just to, just to be good to one another, be kind to one another, um, love one another and that's enough. That'll, that'll do it. Okay. And Mr. Glazier? Patience. And I'm not just talking about with uh, your significant other, like the things you're going through, your the wedding, all the, the flowers, this and that, plus your move. It's a great time to not let stress get to you, but practice patience. Because when you start with kids, they will absolutely test your patience. <laughs> okay? And you need, you need, it will help if you can control yourself those times will be a lot more fun than than losing your cool because they do something like like when you leave the powder open not realizing it, and the kid <laughs> which will always have room. i don't yes. know if you remember doing that but i remember doing that they used to play all with kids that do that eventually oh, the powder yeah, will be left open yeah. you have powder everywhere and everything that. has to, it's on everything walls everything is covered with powder and you, instead <laughs> of exploding, you've practiced your patience. So now you can just deal with it and realize, oh, I got to put the cover, the powder and maybe don't laugh do a little again bit and laugh. And, yeah, and, and don't clean leave it the up. markers around. Mm. Green marker was it. Was yeah, it's thing. great for the walls. Yes. <laughs> it took a lot of stain kill to get rid of the green marker. So and we asked who patience did so you don't lose your green. cool all the time. My favorite color was green when I was it like 10. Life so it was much drawn easier. on the walls at 10. Mm. Okay. All right. Anyway, 
<laughs> I'm getting told to stop. I was interrupting my dad. Sorry, yeah. Zach. Caitlin interrupted the host. Well, interrupted the guest. I was getting was giving, uh, I was getting accused of things. Which you know, she, she just took it on the chin. It's okay. You know I was very patient. I didn't get upset. See, it, was, it works. Practice it still works. Makes perfect. And you um, can tell someone who's practiced it for 37 years versus someone who's practiced it for one year. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, we're gonna switch to our next category. Allison. Okay, so we're going to do our questions in a minute, but we do want to say thank you and congratulations. So thank you to my parents for talking with us. Congratulations to Jen. She's getting married today now because it's 12.02. We're very excited for this wonderful day for you and Kyle. And, um, yeah, guys, hopefully we'll have you back on soon. Everyone well, say thank you. Thank you. Thanks. All right. We'll talk to them all in a future podcast. So wanted to add, as a little aside after that interview, was... It wouldn't be a Glazier wedding. <laughs> if something didn't happen, but still just to me, which is a good thing. The bride still had a great time at the wedding. And kept all her fingers. All her fingers. She didn't pass out. Wasn't too hot. The weather was perfect. It was kind of cold towards the end of the night, which is exactly what they wanted. So they honestly had the perfect day for them. Perfect. Which is fabulous. But... Kate, go ahead. Explain why. So I, on the other hand, was cleaning. The last thing I was cleaning, I had, like, done some, like, plates and stuff that we had some charcuterie stuff on, cleaned them, washed them, and then decided, you know, was dropped off. The last bit was her cake server and knife that goes with it. Really beautiful, super pretty. I washed the knife, put that away. Then I'm washing the cake server, you know, the triangular portion you serve like pie cake with. Well, that shit is also serrated, by the way. And I'm using this sponge that doesn't have a scrubby portion, so it's just absorbing all the soap. So I'm scrubbing extra hard. That was also why I was scrubbing extra hard. There was no scrubby portion, just the soft portion of the sponge. Anyway, and well, one of those sides is super, one or both, I don't know, super serrated very sharp can cut a steak with that sliced my thumb open and like sliced it open on like the nail bed like right in the corner where your nail meets your skin from probably like a centimeter down below the nail through that area and then up above my thumb and it was really deep and i like shouted and shouted some profanities fortunately the uh Fireman who helped Kate out on our wedding day. No, the fireman. Co-worker. Oh, oh yeah, my. There. It's my cousin Kenny. His co-worker the, is my sister's brother-in-law. So, he sprung into action and uh, you know applied pressure and did whatever the fireman EMT well, does. <laughs> yeah. And then managed to snap a photo and send it to the person who saved our wedding day, which so, was wonderful. It was just the Glazier wedding yeah. day continuation. Because it was a ton of blood. It was kind of freaked me out a little bit because. He like butterflied it with some shout out to uh, the cousins on the Beefus's side that like had the emergency kit in her car. Um, he like butterflied it shut, wrapped it, and I was like, "Am I gonna need stitches?" He goes, "I don't know. We'll see if this closes." And like, how will they do stitches? He goes, "They'll have to take your nail off." And I was like, "Well, that's not gonna happen. Not gonna let them take my nail off." So I've been like gluing it shut and wrapping it tight with a band aid. Yeah, hoping for the best. But um, yeah, that was. That was fun. Hopefully, Des doesn't get married for a while because I can't handle anything else. 
Yeah, I think you've had your fair share of uh, wedding injuries. I've had my my time. I'm done. Thirteen years. <laughs> it has come back. Yes. Anyway, uh, we so thought we'd add that in there. Uh huh. Another injury for Kate. And um, on to the next of this episode. All right, everyone. So that was our interview with my, I guess, family, because we had a couple people on there, which was fun. Minus uh, Dust wasn't there, but you guys had a podcast with her before. <laughs> anyway, so now that that's over, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Learned some stuff about my parents and how they grew up and how the beginning of relationships were for them back in the day, a bunch of years ago. Yeah. So what do we have here, Zach? So our one question a day for newlyweds question for today's date is, how long could you live without your cell phone? Oh, wow. So like literally <sighs> speaking, obviously forever, not a problem. Okay, that's not what it means though. I mean... It's so much more convenient to have. It's so much more convenient. Like literally just driving my commute to work, having to listen to the radio would be just torture. <laughs> I don't know. So like I've gone through like this, the the whole wedding weekend. We are past the wedding weekend now. They're married, by the way. Very excited for them. Um, I barely used my phone because like all my people were with me that I normally text my family and you. You're also my family. So like my family. <laughs> and besides that, we were so busy. It's not like I was really on social media very much. And I really didn't even check my emails. I like go on to delete them, but that's kind of it. And I didn't even really take pictures because there I was just a photographer. There, there was a photographer. Stuff. I relied on other people taking pictures. So like it depends on the situation. If I'm like with the people that I'm normally talking to, then like I don't need it. But if I'm away from them, then I kind of need it. And I don't need to have it for like necessarily like I need to be on Instagram or whatever. But I just like to know I can stay in contact and I can look up like the nearest restaurant or the whatever. Because like we were – or directions. Yeah. We needed directions because she got married up in Cape Cod and like we didn't know where we were going. So what would you say your most needed app is and your most used app app is? Needed would be directions. For sure. Oh, and the phone app, I guess, right? Or texting uh, messages, app. obviously. Messaging over phone. <sighs> messaging over phone. But I don't know. Map and messaging are pretty close together because you need to know how to get somewhere, but you need to talk to people. They're like tied. I, it's just amazing to think that they didn't have texting or like direct phone to phone conversation. Know, I've been texting people since fifth grade can we talk or sixth grade that's when i got well, my phone. i just think can it's like crazy like think about like a Shout single out to check-in Pat welch is my first cell <laughs> phone friend would you think about like how simple a text check-in is versus like having to call and calling at a convenient time so they answer and then not leaving a voicemail and having them call you back and like a whole but then again i remember those days too shout out to christina when like we would just call each other i mean from kindergarten we'd be calling each other and leaving a voicemail on the phone and we'd leave like a long voicemail because her parents like almost never answered the phone unless they got a voicemail so they knew who it was like hey this is caitlin calling to talk to christina and then like her dad would answer her mom or christina was something hey caitlin like i'll get christina for you you know <laughs> we've been doing that since Jeez. we were like six years old five right. years old so most needed app map messages and phone what's your most used app though you think messages 
and Instagram probably or my mail like I'm on my mail checking that I'm probably I don't know because some days I don't even go on Instagram really I think it varies I always go on my message like my email so I can delete them but I'm not like on there for a long time I just don't want the junk sitting in my apps how about you like what do you think I think my most used app is not actually my my most used app is messages but I don't think that's my most needed app because like my messages like are not like critical like I text my friends as Caitlin knows 24 7 it doesn't stop the group chat goes off in the middle of the night if I'm awake all of a sudden I see his phone lighting up shout out to all of Zach's group chat the friends. guys the guys they are constantly going yeah so like we don't really say anything critical either our title is like Johnny's journal because like Johnny just kind of spews consciousness into it oh so like my most used is messages but what's your most needed I think maps Maps is important, dude. And, like, I guess, like, I listen to podcasts like no one else does. So that's your most used. Well, I used to listen to podcasts like like no one else does. Now, like, I, like, stop. You give yourself some, your brain thinking. some time to breathe. Yeah. That's been shown to be healthy, by the way, in case any of you are always stimulating your brain. It's good to have some quiet time. Let your brain relax for a second we've discovered this with zach he needs to he used to listen to his podcast on like times three speed no like and they'd be like yeah and like i've literally had conversations with professionals saying like don't do that yes so So, yeah so needed for me obviously maps because like i can't get places without and i guess phone because like i've been communicating with my family a lot via phone my family doesn't really text or anything it's always important to communicate like yeah, phone and maps, I think, are the most important. And there was a time when I... Uh, the other are all extracurricular. Well, there was a time when I was running and I got injured and I had to call Kate to come pick me up. Yes, I think we talked about that at one point. Was it? Yep. Uh, that was interesting. That was Kate, fun. Kate likes to talk about it. Saved the day. I was the hero. It's fine. Came by. Like, I like to think of it as, like, the Princess Diaries when she's, like, sitting in the rain in her convertible that stopped working because the the, sh- the stick shift like the the shifty thing came, pulled right out and she's sitting there crying and all of a sudden you hear and it's joe come you don't remember this okay all my to all my princess Harry fans you'll remember this and you'll like cry because it's like the best part of the movie and she's like trying to get places that she couldn't go because her fucking car broke and then joe comes up in the it's not a limo but it's like a really nice driver's car because like it's got the separator and everything town car kind of yeah like a town car i think it was i don't think it was a limo and then he like rescues her and he's like need a lift and she's like oh my god and then she goes and she becomes a princess we should watch this movie i love this kate has been adverse to halloween movies because that's the season well the princess diaries is a classic one, two, and three even is pretty good. It's a third? Yeah. What's that even about? Oh, well, we'll have to watch. Oh, boy. One and two are fabulous. One's my favorite, but two's pretty good, and I like three. That's two. with Anne Hathaway, right? Yes, her early days of Anne Hathaway. Love her. Okay. So, <sighs> I mean, future listeners, we might be uh, featuring uh episode. I mean, on... I mean, they'll all know because it's only you that hasn't seen The Princess Diaries. I've seen it, I think. 
believe. You think? I've definitely seen the first one. I mean, I know Anne Hathaway. Julia Roberts is, or Julie Andrews. Julie yeah, Andrews and then is that in other it. guy who, like the older guy. Yeah, well, he plays Joe. Oh, okay. Yeah, he plays the, like the, he's not the butler. He's like the assistant guy that Julie Andrews, the queen, has always had like a secret love for. I think for. it's called the footman. Yeah, yeah, technically he's like the footman. But like he does more than just being the footman. And like, he's so good. And then they have this like sultry dance, the queen and him. And he's like, you've been wearing well, now you're just ruining the movie far for me. too long. And they have this sexy little dance. You're it's literally like, just oh, ruining the movie Oh for my me. god, you said you've seen it, it. It's so okay. We have to watch it soon. All right, we'll watch it soon. Anyway, I don't even remember what you're talking about, but all right, listeners, Kate and I can live without our phones, but we just need regular communication with our family to feel comfortable. Yes, which is a phone. And I need <laughs> podcasts to stay. All right, alert. so we can live with limited phones, like. I guess if you were to limit me to two hours of phone a day, you could do it. Depends on the day. Yeah, because if it's a dull day, I like to have my podcast. I know. I mean, we can manage, I guess. I have frequently deleted deleted uh, social Various media stuff. Apps. Yeah, hmm. and I like like certain ones. Like I love my I use this app called Charity Miles, which when you run, you keep or it running, walk. run or walk or bike. It, it uh, records your distance, and you get sponsorships by companies. They assign you them, and they pay twenty five cents a mile. So like I know it doesn't sound like a lot, but, but they don't pay you. You are earning money for these charities of your choice yeah so you pick a charity that they have and then every mile you get so many cents for that charity and you're like earning money for charities yeah and which is I'm, cool. I'm at over i'm pulling it up right now let's see were you over like a lot of money yeah over 1700 miles at so 1700 times 0.25 so i'm over 425 dollars donated that's good just by like keeping this on when i run in the background yeah. so like good pretty cool good app i mean you literally don't have to do anything but put the app on and go do your workout go do your walk go do whatever ride a bike like you could be just walking around town with your girlfriends or whatever you're doing walking keep, the dogs yeah keep charity miles on and you're gonna get some Rack change in. Yeah. Well, not for you, for the charity again, but yeah. Yeah. Yes, obviously. It's a good app. It's a good app. Also not sponsored, but willing to be sponsored. Holla. I feel weird being sponsored by a charity app. Yeah, I guess that's true. Right? I'd be like, take your money. Maybe they could, like, throw us an ad for free. That would be a cool sponsorship. Like, listen to Tinder winners on their app. And then it could be, like, an exchange. Like, we don't, they don't have to pay us anything. And we don't pay them anything. We just like exchange the advertisements. That's fair. So yeah, any money exchange with the charity would feel uncomfortable. That would feel uncomfortable. But I am willing to do some charity of telling about them if they're willing to do some charity of telling about us. Yeah, that's fine. That's fair. So yeah, charity miles, you're out there. We're willing to work with you. All right. Well, that's about it for this episode we hope you enjoyed the interviews and we hope you go get some spicy habanero cabsov by drinking till we both look good glenn's wines and 
yeah, we'll talk to you guys next time. Bye.